so about as somber a segment as, as we get mm-hmm. here at Fun Sexy Bible Time, just to, to start us off with something halfway serious. Um, in the early days of the podcast, we, we had this focus on strange figures in Christian culture. Yeah. And, and this... I don't know, like we, we eventually kind of moved away from it a little bit, but we've always had an affinity for certain characters. And if you were with us from the beginning, you'll remember a lot of these, um, Casey's favorite, probably the, the glitter evangelist. Mm, mm. Uh, we did a whole episode on Joshua Mills. The, you can look him up. He's, he's quite strange. Um, Latasha Emmanuel, uh, Michael P. Vigilante, the dancing saint. Yeah. Uh, and always sort of at the forefront were a set of identical twins who called themselves the Chrysagis brothers and they were inseparable. They, they, it was, they were very, very odd and yes. to the point where they were enmeshed and when they would sing together, they wouldn't harmonize. They would both sing the melody. This mm-hmm. was a, a source of just amazement for both of us. Yes. <laughs> uh, they had a slew of music videos that were just perfect had to be seen to be believed mm-hmm. you you saw them and it was like what is happening right now mm-hmm. this is this just something is off like this is just so lovingly weird <laughs> so we, we've checked in on the chrysagas brothers you know throughout the run of this show but um the reason we're bringing this up is that sadly uh listener dana alerted us to the fact that Sean Chrysogus recently passed away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, this is, if you've been with the show for a while, they've kind of been a part of the content. Um, so it just feels like something we need to talk about just for a moment and just, you know, send our condolences across time and space to the remaining Chrysogus brothers, I guess Anthony Chrysogus too, but yeah, um, kind of sad, <laughs> just, just sad because this for is sure. something that we talked about off and on for for years right now. right and and they do occupy a spot in this podcast so well they're very unique in that they seem to mostly only have each other so they neither mm-hmm. of them were married with families they were they were like you know their own duo not just in entertainment but also just in life they live together they worked at the same place um i read the article the news article or whatever. I'm not sure what kind of publication it was about his death. And they, they worked at the same bakery. Um, they just did everything together, which I think kind of compounds the sadness of it. Cause you didn't, I, I feel like you didn't just lose a sibling. Like you lost your, like the person that you did everything with. Like you're, it sounds weird to say life partner, but, but I mean, that's essentially what they were. They were, Mm -hmm. they were just together all the time. And I think twins have a unique bond anyways, but then you add to that, um, just, you know, your whole life walking through with someone, it has to be especially hard. So. Yeah. I I think it is probably fair to say their upbringing was atypical. Right. Um, I know we did a deep dive on them. I don't. I I don't remember a lot about about all of that. I mean, it's been like what four or five years, probably, since we first did that. Yeah, they had the sort of um, origin story that you see a lot of in charismatic Christian spaces, where it, it was like, you know, doctors said we were supposed to die before the age of so and so. Um, yeah, you know, we were miracle, miracle babies mm-hmm. and, you know, God saved us and all that translates into we were set upon this path for a specific reason, which mm-hmm. is, you know, we were called and set apart and mm-hmm. everything we do is, you know, God's will. But, right. You know, we have a right. special purpose. Right. The language is really familiar, you know, when you, when you come up in the charismatic yes. church, you know, you hear a lot of different versions of that, probably in the Baptist side too, but mm-hmm. um so just from the very beginning, you know, you said they were twins, so that was kind of set them apart to begin with. But right. add on to that this this origin story of miracle babies that should have died and mm-hmm. 
you know, they, they I think they were just sounds mean, but like they were always just going to be different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they, they weren't going to be like everybody else. Right. Yeah. There were just so many things about them that were quirky, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, we're, we're not, we're, we're not talking about them like they're both gone, but, um, yes, you know, he was 55, they're, they're 55, but their interests in like pop culture and everything felt like it matched more like of someone who was maybe like 75. Yep. <laughs> like they were, they were very, they, they had a very unique taste in like old TV shows and movies and singers that didn't seem to match their, you know, Gen X age. So yeah. you wondered like if they had inherited all of that from like their mother's taste or something. Yeah, something like it just, that. Something it just didn't quite line up, like you were mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we talked a lot about them in the past too. About they were just so like outwardly flamboyant, mm-hmm. which you know not in a homosexual way but just in a in a way that didn't quite match up with their sort of conservative christian right yeah bones that they were yeah you know, we're, we're yeah. family friendly entertainment but you know they're coming out in these these garish wigs yes. and with the shirts know, unbuttoned halfway down to their navel <laughs> yeah chest hair and everything's yeah. tight yeah and it just it never quite it just never quite lined up yeah like it was just it was always a little bit off yeah and even so they were so innocent like there was just this innocence to Mm -hmm. them of like this is you know they would have these these shows where they would interview people from you know like you said back in the 70s and they would always classify it like oh sex symbol or hunk right right yeah it was just this sort of like innocence of like do you even know what those words mean like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah 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 I think my favorite memory of us covering the Kursagas brothers is when we did, we went, we went through one of their music videos and I don't remember the name of the song, but it was Barbie's bad guys and guns. No, it was the one where they're second. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a scene in that video where they're like investigating what happened during the rapture. You know what I'm going to say? <laughs> and they oh, no, pick up the child's sippy cup and they're like looking at it through a magnifying glass. <laughs> but, so set the st- stuff like that just <laughs> is that I, that I, that would be strange enough, but the fact is like they were just so unique and just different. It's not just that they were investigating it but they were both dressed like Sherlock Holmes yeah. in the video. Yeah. So we knew they were investigating it. <laughs> and the thing is, like, it wasn't... I, I think the, the amazing thing about all this stuff is that it wasn't supposed to be funny. Like, this is serious. Yeah. This is supposed to speak to you on a heart level. That We're not doing this for your, for, for comedy. Or like a song like that. They definitely had other stuff that they played up to be funny. But like that song was serious. Like, you know, your life can change immediately. Yeah. <laughs> you need to consider that. Exactly. I I kind of admire their their drive. And mm. this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment, but it, it's really not. But I do sort of admire them because neither one of them really had any musical understanding as mm-hmm. far as mm-hmm. like the mute composition and, yeah. and instruments Neither yeah one of them played any instruments couldn't couldn't write music but they somehow cobbled together this this sort of fringe career as like quasi luminaries in yeah. christian music yeah yeah and they, they got together with Farrell and Farrell, and that's where their music came from, is they got Farrell and Farrell to write and perform all of their music from them for them. And at a certain point, they, they sort of went away from releasing their own CDs and decided that they were just going to be uh, like presenters for Christian concerts. Yeah, and they would, like MCs. Just... MCs, yeah. Yeah. 
and they would put stage these like holiday concerts mm-hmm. of like and their 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 business model was just incredible mm-hmm. it, their business model was we're going to find aging christian music stars that are largely ignored mm-hmm. and just shower them with praise and put these spectacular concerts together where they will be honored yes and then we're just going to kind of slide on stage next to them <laughs> and we're going to sing too yes and they won't mind because everybody's clapping for them and then <laughs> it's like you know steps three through five whatever step six profit or ccm legends too <laughs> yeah yeah that's definitely step six it was this, this sort of end around that they would be recognized as CCM legends without ever having yeah. that kind of career, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyways. If you're, if you're a CCM star in your 60s and the phone's not ringing and everybody's forgotten about you, it feels like, and then all of a sudden these guys call you and start telling you how wonderful you are mm-hmm. and we're going to put on a concert for you where everyone can honor you. Yeah. And it's hard it's hard to walk away from something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and so what if these guys are kind of weird? Like Right. You know, this is a concert for me. People remember me. Right. Yeah. <sighs> so I don't know. I I wish I wish for comfort for their whole family. Yeah, for like, sure. For sure. Sure. Don't. I don't think we ever thought that they were, you know, what's the right word? Had sinister. Right. We never assumed they had like nefarious motives in yeah. what they were doing. It was more just like, oh, this is very odd and strange. I think I said several times I would really like to be around them because mm-hmm. I feel like I could then, like, if there were like any any bad motives i would you could sense it you know but yeah i don't know they i i think they're just goofy if you're if you're this is if this is your entry point to the chris august brothers most of their stuff on youtube is gone now because they were hacked that was a weird thing yes Uh, in quotation marks hacked Mm -hmm. um but there are several relics on YouTube that are just amazing. Mm-hmm. They're, um, they had a pilot that they somehow cobbled together for a reality show. We covered that, too. And then they had a pilot for a sitcom that they put together where they were going to run a hotel. Oh, okay. That's the one we covered. Yeah, I don't two think different pilots that. out there that right. you, can, you can find. And there's a couple of their videos. I think Barbie's Bad Guys and Guns mm. may be out there in some form. Casey just looks like she's having a migraine at the memory of <laughs> Barbie's bad guys and guns. The so. the inspiration for the new Barbie movie. <laughs> the origin story. <laughs> it's canon. It's canon. So, uh, yeah. Rest in peace. They also Sean have a very. Kasagas. They have an active website. I mean, it's still up with it. That's also very fascinating like if you go to their shop (laughs) i know where this is going (laughs) matthew and i still send each other pictures of the mandy pandy doll (laughs) the pretty the pretty doll who teaches about breast cancer wait a minute wait a minute let's get let's get it right yeah please pretty pretty breast cancer awareness doll who teaches about honesty okay that's what (laughs) honesty yeah Perfect. The oh, Sandy Pandy, the Sandy Pandy, the Sandy Patty, get royalties from each sale of the Mandy Pandy. <laughs> they have a lot of those dolls that you could still like walk through the process of purchasing, and I'm pretty sure you would never receive it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna get you a. Uh, I'm gonna get you some prints of the Chrysogus Brothers. To, you know, my my fortieth your... birthday is rapidly approaching, so I would appreciate uh, a Chris August Brothers print <laughs> signed <laughs> of them examining the sippy cup. Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
All right. Rest in peace, Sean Casagas. Yes. Brian Casagas, we wish you well. Yes, we definitely do. All right. So let's hit a couple housekeeping things before we get to the uh, meat of this episode. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. Uh, We had a new patron sign up a couple weeks ago, but because we are who we are, it it slipped through the cracks. So we would just like to shout out Scott, who I'm sure by now has canceled his... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> support of the podcast <laughs> if you uh if you would like to sign up you can find us on patreon for fun sexy bible time for as little as one dollar a month just the tip jar just the tip jar courtesy of casey huss <laughs> uh, i i i have the very firmly held belief that People who support us on Patreon know what they're getting. So when they don't hear their name mentioned for like a month, they're not surprised. <laughs> they're they're not surprised. <laughs> also shout out thank you to uh listener Dana for letting I know I shouted her out earlier, but yeah. thank you for letting us getting on the uh X DMs and letting us know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't wait for our Christian Zeet of the year later <laughs> this year. <laughs> Is that how you even say it? Zeet? I don't know. My, my youth pastor says if you don't Zeet, your body will just uh, take care of it naturally. <laughs> That's how God made you. Is <laughs> Really hard to to zeet and not. Never mind. Never mind. We're just gonna move on to something equally inappropriate. It's actually appropriate because I do read some people zeets and think they just zeet it all over Twitter. <laughs> Did you really need to zeet this in front of all of us? <laughs> this feels like something you should have kept in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, there's no way. I, are, do you think people are gonna adopt this name? They're going to start calling it X and Zeets. I have no clue. So many people say they're leaving. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> on, tw- on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I did see this one, this one thing going around. It was like, this is too much. Um, if you ni- uh, I can't take it. If you need to find me, I'll be here posting and engaging in content. <laughs> so, like, that's, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> Perfect. That's it's like standing in the doorway, calling back in. I'm like, I'm leaving now. <laughs> All right, let's go. I dare say that you'll never find a more on-brand episode than the one you're listening to right now. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Uh, so we just did like 20 minutes on the Chrysagas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, some scattershot announcements that were overdue. <laughs> <laughs> overdue announcements. Yeah, and now we're going to talk about a fictional faith-based movie that is wholly inappropriate. And the origin of this is you misunderstood something I said in the previous episode, and it sounded like an inappropriate pun. And we were like, huh, I wonder if we could make a movie out of that. (laughs) So last episode, you said the phrase pardoned by grace. And I thought you said hardened by grace. Right. And then we started chuckling about that, like the couple of 12-year-olds that we are. Yes. And it was a challenge of, could we make a faith-based movie out of this? Yes. I took the challenge, and I have have a pitch for an erotic thriller, an erotic faith-based thriller (laughs) called Hardened by Grace. Uh, Erotic... Faith-based thriller. So our two categories for faith-based movies are plausible and implausible. Right. This uh, is implausible. Plaus- <laughs> plausible meaning like, uh, um, what was the one about the heart that we just did last time? The what? I can't. 
the heart last time. Um, um, the uh, heart transplant. I know. Uh, Call of the heart. Call of the heart. Yeah. So that's fairly plausible. You could see that one on the Hallmark Channel. But, uh, you know, the other one, I think, like, from way back of See No Evil about the uh, the nudist <laughs> resort opening up next to the Christian youth camp. <laughs> <laughs> implausible. Implausible. So this one, you were correct. This one is probably more implausible because there's okay. not going to be an erotic faith-based thriller. But I tried to write this in a way that was, like, sort of plausible. If that makes sense, it's like, yeah. this movie's not going to happen, but, you know, this, you can't just have rampant nudity in a, <laughs> unless it's see no evil. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, uh, hang on, let me get my windows right so I can see you and the plot here. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to read you the synopsis of Hardened by Grace. Okay. And you tell me if you're in or out based on the synopsis. <laughs> Government officials conspire with shady porn industry operatives to sabotage a faith-based pharmaceutical company that has created a pill that allows men to only have erections for their wives. <laughs> I am so in. That's you, perfect. You laughed so hard we lost the audio for that. Like you, you threw your head back. I didn't hear anything. How? <laughs> okay. Yes. So you're in. You're in on the hardened by grace. Oh, absolutely. A pharmaceutical company. Faith-based pharmaceutical company. A faith-based pharmaceutical company is has going created a pill. Created a pill that allows men to only have erections for their wives. It blocks erections for all non-marriage activities. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's How does casting. it know? How does the pill well? You know, we're gonna. It's, uh, Are we gonna get into this? <laughs> science is a little fuzzy on this. This is gonna be a little okay. bit. Okay. We're not gonna get too far into the weeds on the actual science of this. Okay. Okay. Because, because like this is not movie, a Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> this is about plot, Casey. This is okay. about plot. Okay. Uh, uh, so first of all, let me give you a casting call with the main characters. I'm so excited for this. Okay. <clears throat> Doctor Jericho Jackson. Oh, perfect. Jericho Jackson. Christian, lifelong bachelor, doctor intent on ending the effects of porn with his revolutionary true chew pills that prevent Christian men from getting boners from anyone but their spouse. <laughs> true chew. True chew. You've heard of blue chew. Okay. But have you heard of true chew? Jericho. Got it. Dr. Jericho Jackson. Who's he played uh, by? Do you have him cast? <clears throat> oh, Casey. Do okay. I have him cast? All right, I gotta get my I gotta get my thing up so I can look people up because I'm an old lady. <laughs> okay. At first, I was I tried to cast these people of like people who would actually show up in a faith based movie. So it's not oh, okay. Be like, this is not gonna be like Brad Pitt. Right. He's know. not. He's not gonna okay. do this. Uh, if we wanted to go older, I. I was going to think Eric Roberts, but I looked him up and he's almost 70. So that's probably too old. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have a better one. Okay. Lucas Black. Okay, hold on. He has already begun the transition into faith-based movies. So we're going young, hot doctor now, Lucas Black. Okay. He's he's 40. That works. Yeah. So Lucas Black was the boy in Sling Blade. Uh-huh. Um, Friday Night Lights. Uh, he's on one of the NCIS shows, I think. Yep, yep. He was in some of the Fast and the Furious movies. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tokyo Drift. That was him. Okay. He, was, he played a a thirty five year old high school student. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm a huge Lucas Black fan. I'm going to send you a quick detour here. I'm going to send you a picture of Lucas Black and his wife. Oh, okay. And this is why I love him. He is from rural Alabama, and he looks and acts and sounds like he's from rural Alabama. Oh, okay. And this is a picture of him and his wife. Oh, I can't wait. Just look at that. Does that not warm your heart? Oh, I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> it takes a long time for a text to get from Alabama to Florida. <laughs> In the heat, especially. This is true. This Did is you send true. it on my phone or on Twitter? On Twitter. 
Oh, well, that's my problem. Hold on. I'm looking at my texts. <laughs> like an idiot. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. That's something. I wish I had that dress to wear to the Barbie movie. <laughs> <clears throat> Lucas Black uh, looks like he works in the Walmart Tire Center. Yes, he in does. Rural Alabama. Yes. Uh, yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. We were a blue collar podcast for blue collar people. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's amazing that he made his way into Hollywood somehow. Yeah, he did. And it's just, well, he's good you know, looking. Tromping yeah. around in his Alabama Crimson Tide hat. And, uh, you know, just doing good old boy things. Perfect. Okay. I don't want right, us to so run out of time, so. Okay. Let's talk to Jericho <laughs> Jackson. All okay. Right. Miriam Watercress. <laughs> like Meek, the lettuce? <laughs> Meek Demure Research Assistant for Dr. Jericho Jackson. Cannot bring herself to say the word penis. Says mm. dangly instead. <laughs> <laughs> is clearly in love with Dr. Jericho Jackson. Okay. She is going to be played by Melanie Linsky, who was Rose from Two and a Half Men. Okay. Got it? Okay, got it. So she's shy, repressed, secretly in love with Dr. Jackson, but he's too focused on his work to see her her undying love. Melanie Linsky. Okay, yep. Okay, uh, moving on. We need a villain, so let's go Laszlo Derringer. Wow. As, as our seedy, ambiguously European porn magnate. Okay, yep. Played by Peter Stormare, who is the Russian cosmonaut in Armageddon. Okay. Yep. Yep. Also the, the German guy in the Volkswagen commercials. Okay. <laughs> you can sort of picture Laszlo Derringer uh, is like dressed like he's uh, just wandered out of the Chrysagus Brothers closet. Like he's from the, <laughs> from the 70s. Okay. Yeah. 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 Perfect. And finally, we have Lacey Striver. Lacey Striver. Buxom, outwardly cosmopolitan adult film star with lonely eyes and a heart full of questions. <laughs> okay. All right. I really, really struggled with this one to cast this. And I was like, all right, could, does this need to be like you know you know it was just a simple matter of typing in actresses with big boobs you know that was <laughs> buxom actresses yeah that, that was that was a totally safe search right there <laughs> um so i was you know all my my points of reference for this were, were too dated but then it hit me perfect point in her career for a faith-based movie she fits the physical profile Gina Carano, come on down. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yes. Gina Carano with a with a garish platinum blonde dye job. Perfect. Perfect. Now you guys like how can we how can we make her look like an adult film star in a faith-based film? So we're just going to go uh just form fitting clothes. Yeah. No cleavage, but maybe like a push-up bra, maybe uh, I don't know. Sunglasses. 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 <laughs> aviators. Okay. <laughs> aviators, <Perfect>. yes. <laughs> Joe Biden aviators. I feel like also maybe some cowboy boots. Like but the go. like fancy with shorts or a skirt. I, I could do the trick. There you go. There you go. See this is this is why I need your, your input on these. It's a collaborative effort here. It is. It is. So so we have our uh, Dr. Jericho Jackson, his lab assistant, Miriam Watercrest, the villain, Laszlo Derringer, and the woman of mystery, Lacey Striver. Okay. Okay, so we're just going to accelerate this and just hit the, the high points of the plot. Okay. Uh, Lazarus Pharmaceuticals is the faith-based uh, lab. Lazarus. Got it. Because he will rise again. <laughs> started with uh 
started with erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. and then moved into uh, what they call proactive erectile care. Faith-based Christian boners. That's yes. <laughs> so Dr. Jericho Jackson has developed a pill that prevents married Christian men from getting boners from anyone but their spouse. Okay. Does it and... also prevent random boners? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Okay, okay. It but just definitely called... prevents the um, the other ones. Okay, yeah, got it. And we call it, he's calling these true chews. Right. Ripped, ripped from the headlines, Casey, with, with <laughs> blue, blue chews all over the... the Matthew Pierce's Twitter feed. These will be called True Chews. True Chews. Okay. So they're, they're under the gun. You can, we kind of meet them like in the middle of this process. They're trying to get FDA approval. Okay. FDA is dragging their feet. Yeah, of course. And uh, they're saying, you know, we need more tests. You know, we need a human test. This is kind of like an echo of the Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man movie, where he's trying to get his, you know, the, the green goblin suit ready and he's like fine yeah. just make me the test subject oh and okay so okay dr jericho jackson does a similar thing he says just make me the test subject okay and perfect. Mary, miriam watercress is like it's too dangerous it's too dangerous <laughs> think of your never think of your dangly and he's like no we don't have time <laughs> so so, think of your so, dangly. so they, they arrange a uh it's not very scientific but they arrange like a live test run like with oh, the fda no. with the fda there okay. so we cut away and the fda is meeting in a shady back room it's like a, the back room of a club and you hear like the oomph, 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 bleeding through the walls and it's dark and it's a it's, it's you know a rave vibes and F, these fda flunkies and in, in suits are meeting with laszlo derringer who has come from porn <laughs> <laughs> and they're conspiring of how to how to how to sabotage and the the Lazarus pharmaceuticals because if this pill takes off it could be the end of porn Casey and oh too my. much money is on it the line could. it could and now be now we have the government colluding with the porn industry and you're seeing how somewhere Jim Caviezel is getting a mind boner just from hearing <laughs> this <clears throat> and so they're they're looking to, to sabotage it somehow and Laszlo Derringer in his thick vague European accent goes don't worry I have an ass in the hole. <laughs> and they say, uh, Mr. Derringer, I think you mean ace in the hole. <laughs> and he goes, Yay, I'm an ace man. I deal in ass. <laughs> so then we go to the live the live trial. Okay. And, and Dr. Jericho Jackson has all these sensors like uh, like attached to to the crotch of his pants. And he's <laughs> he's taken the true chew pill. And the FDA officials are like, Dr. Jackson, this is highly irregular. <laughs> and, and But they're going ahead with the trial anyway. And the, uh, the FDA is like, you understand that we can't just take your word for it. That we had to bring our own control variable. We brought a woman from porn. <laughs> and then it cuts away in the slow entrance of Lacey Striver just sashaying into the mm-hmm, lab. Mm-hmm. And so they're basically going to have Lacey try to give Dr. Jericho Jackson an illicit boner <laughs> to prove if true choose are successful or not. Do we ever meet Dr. Jericho Jackson's wife? He's a, he's a lifelong bachelor. Oh, so bachelors get no boners. Well, as long as the pills in your system. Okay. It's not it's not a permanent thing. Right. That'd be a bad okay. that'd be a bad business model for Lazarus. So you have to it's like one a one a day. Well, okay. I know, I know, but like okay. It Bachelors are expected to take this too. Okay. So Lacey comes up and, and <laughs> sashays up to Doctor and it's a real slow play of the tension of her leaning forward. Okay. And sweat is pouring off of his brow. And she leans in and gives him a kiss. And all of a sudden, the the control modules start to beep, <laughs> and red flashing lights. 
and Miriam Watercress, who, by the way, is a little jealous of this whole Lacey Striver situation. Yeah, is, absolutely. Is monitoring the controls and is like, Dr. Jackson, Dr. Jackson, we're losing you. <laughs> And it's like this emergency room scene. Like telling very- him, telling him like he doesn't know. <laughs> exactly. And there's just this panic in the room and and he's like looking down and, you know, the camera never actually goes down there. This is a faith-based movie. Of course. It's clear, it's clear what's happening and the FDA officials are all just looking at each other and winking and nodding. <laughs> and they say, I'm sorry, Dr. Jackson. It appears that True Chew is just not ready for market. And then they exit with okay. Lacey Stryver. Lacey Stryver gives a, a longing look at Dr. Jackson. And you can see the, the conflict in her eyes. Oh, as okay. She, as she's led away of like, what have I done? What have oh, I done? Yeah, and there's a little she tense, feels... <laughs> there's a tense scene between her and Miriam Watercress. And, and, and Lacey's like, is he okay? Is he okay? And Miriam kind of snaps at her of like, just leave. You've done enough already. <laughs> This is so good. Okay, so we're, we're we're speeding speeding up the plot here. We get a uh, we get a montage. Actually, we have a parallel montage. Ooh, okay. Of Doctor Jericho Jackson losing everything. You know, he hits rock bottom. He, okay. You know, he he's lost all, all the funding from his backers for the for the lab. You know, Lifeway, Chick Fil A, Lobby. Wow. They uh, they all pulled out, as it were. <laughs> So he lost all the funding. Lazarus Pharmaceuticals collapses. Uh, even Miriam Watercrest leaves. So he's just down and out. And a parallel montage of Lacey Striver just can't live with herself. Mm. Gives up on her lucrative porn career. She's wow. racked with guilt. Wow. Starts starts taking science classes at night. <laughs> and you okay. see she's, Does she get she's glasses? Wearing, she's She's I took the words out of my mouth. She's she's got glasses now, so you know she's serious. <laughs> she's ready to be less attractive. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> so, uh, long story short, Lacey Striver meets Doctor Jericho Jackson, but Ooh. he's in a bad place. Mm-hmm. She's in a good place. He's in a bad place. You see some empty beer cans like in the back of his mantle so you know he's like he's backsliding a little bit oh yeah beer got it yeah and uh she's checking up on him to see if he's okay Mm -hmm. and he just wants to get down and freaky (laughs) (laughs) he's a 41 year old virgin and he's ready so he he says, why don't you just come over? Well, he's got like the thick Alabama accent, which is just going to be incredible. He's like, why don't you just come over here and kiss me? <laughs> and he, they kiss, even though she's not quite sure about it. And then he pulls away because nothing is happening. Oh. Oh, no. And he realizes that the trial was rigged. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, yes. Plot twist. So now, given Lacey Stryver's newfound scientific acumen, she helps Dr. Jericho Jackson start up a new pharmaceutical company <laughs> called Uticus Pharmaceuticals <laughs> for the pagans out there, named after the, the guy that fell out the window and the Apostle Paul had to raise him from the dead. Okay. In the Book of Acts. <clears throat> so now we, get, now we get like a budding romance between Dr. Jericho Jackson and Lacey Stryver. Yes. Long nights in the lab trying to perfect true chew too their their new pill <laughs> and you get a little backstory here of uh, them sharing their life story and uh mm-hmm. yeah, why you call you lacy what's your name what's your real name and she goes my name is grace <laughs> so now we're getting a little inkling of the title yes, of the movie yes yes and she says well why do you hate porn so much and he goes my daddy was a porn star <laughs> I never knew him. I've seen his videos, though. Oh, no. That's awful. <laughs> not, not watch them, but like just, I guess, okay. seen like a VHS okay. cover or something. I don't know. <laughs> now okay. we have our big plot. Go ahead. No, no, no. Big plot twist. Miriam Watercress appears and reveals herself as the mole. <gasps> she sabotaged the first trial. 
Oh, no. She a tearful confession to Dr. Jericho Jackson that Laszlo Derringer got to her and convinced her to sabotage the wow. trial. Wow. And she has this tearful confession of, he promised me a job. He said I could, he said I could look at a lot of men's danglies. <laughs> but it was gross. Everything was oily and it smelled like sweaty nickels. <laughs> So we're building towards the conclusion of Hardened by Grace, and we all know where this is going. We have a final trial. All right. Yes. For True Chew 2, for Uticus Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> Same situation. Dr. Jericho Jackson attaches all the sensors to himself. Lacey Striver is there. Looking fantastic, by the way. Of course. With her, with her hair pulled up into a smart bun with two pencils in the back. <laughs> She's got her glasses on now. She has a white lab coat on. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they set up the, the trial again with the FDA flunkies in their suits there. And Lacey leans in and reenacts the first trial. Mm -hmm. She leans in and kisses Dr. Jericho Jackson. And all of a sudden... <laughs> The red lights going off, the, the flashing, the, the, the sensors, the needles on the, the, the gauges flying up and down. Symbolic. <laughs> and the FDA lead official says, well, I'm sorry, Dr. Jackson. It looks like True Chew 2 isn't ready for market either. And Dr. Jericho Jackson says, oh, guess I forgot to tell you, by the way, we just got married. <laughs> So that's the plot twist. Now they're married. Okay. <laughs> so True Chew 2 does work because it the does pill work. Knows, the pill okay. knows that Lacey Striver is now married to Dr. Jericho Jackson. <laughs> and then the door flies open and it's Laszlo Derringer. And he says, not so fist. We have more testing to do. And he brings in this bevy of suggestively dressed mm -hmm. adult film starlets. And they, one by one, they make their way over to Dr. Jericho Jackson and try to seduce him. And nothing happens. <laughs> so the one thing I'm missing is a, like a final like tagline for the, or like a final saying, like yeah. a, final, a final line for this movie. So what, what have you got? Oh my gosh. All the all the the other porn stars failed to seduce Dr. Jericho Jackson. What happens right before the camera cuts to credits? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, couldn't quite you land. Have, I mean, you have to say "true chew too" again. Like you, you just there, that needs to be said as much as possible. "True chew too." It's just so <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. It just needs to be like Laszlo and his uh harem leaving dejectedly and uh <laughs> uh Jericho and Grace making out on the lab table. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Dr. Jericho Jackson offers the FDA some of his pills or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, don't worry, boys. Just like Lazarus, you'll rise again. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so true love, true love has conquered the porn industry. Wow. Also some, some sketchy pharmaceutical. <laughs> this is an incredible premise. It's 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 incredible. The the idea that there could be a pill out there like this or a chewable, I guess you should say. It's, it's amazing. This this is one of your best. It's that bizarre. You, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm just very <laughs> excited for Gina Carano as a faith-based representation of a porn star turned scientist. <laughs> Turn, I'm yeah, so, I'm so excited for this role. She takes a couple science classes, and all of a sudden, she is able to help formulate. <laughs> <laughs>
But maybe she doesn't have to formulate because the first test was rigged. So was there anything wrong with the original Churchill? <laughs> no, I think you find I, I skipped over some of the things in the interest of time. Okay. I think you found out that like Miriam, uh, like actually gave uh, Jericho Jackson like pheromones or something to make him like totally horny. Okay, I, I don't know. Instead okay. of a okay, I don't I don't know. She but was yeah, behind the scenes with her beakers, like. <laughs> doing some sketchy she just sketchy to, science, science just, thing just wanted to see some danglies <laughs> sweaty nickels <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> beautiful uh, yeah. that's, that's that, that, that was I really enjoyed that I honestly am not sure if this should be a faith-based movie or a faith-based <laughs> limited series. Oh, I okay. I feel like there's enough here to at least get us four episodes. Pure there's there's, a, there's like a lot prestige. of backstory and opportunities for cliffhangers. So, so we're talking like a, like a Pure Flix prestige series? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, that's a, that's a lot to cram into one movie, so... <laughs> I think we could get everybody for the cast. I think all four of the main characters we could get. Yeah, absolutely. I really I'm... also like the idea that a porn star has done porn, but the thing that makes her quit porn is that she gave some random guy a boner. <laughs> that makes her feel guilty. <laughs> Well, if you'll recall, she does have a heart full of questions. That's true. That's true. This was just the straw, basically. You know, she yeah. was she was ready to be done. Yeah, Ken Ken Lucas Black as Doctor Jericho Jackson wear his Alabama ball cap throughout the entire <laughs> movie. Sure, why not? That could be like, like to... one of his quirks. I was going through the list of like actors who I knew had appeared in recent faith-based movies, mm-hmm. uh, like Eric Roberts, Kevin Sorbo, uh, Sean Astin, Kirk Cameron, and I was like, no, 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 and yeah. then Lucas back, and I was like, oh yeah, young yeah. hot doctor, yeah, That's, yeah, that'll yeah. work. Yeah, 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 not Sean Astin. Lucas Black has a, a faith-based movie out now where he is like dating a woman dating like a widow with children this is real yeah okay and like takes them out he's a pilot and takes them out on his plane but the plane like crash lands in the mountains and he's got to like protect like the whole family from wolves or something (laughs) it's pretty incredible (laughs) that is i'm almost done That's George. He probably needs to tell me he's hungry. Yeah, like he feed that boy. <laughs> feed that boy. Got baseball. Today. <laughs> Build him up for baseball. <laughs> oh, I, w- I would watch the hell out of that show, movie, whatever it was. All of these. I definitely... I sh- Maybe I should start watching these faith-based movies like that are real. You know, to see... <laughs> what they're like I know they're all horrible but also probably highly entertaining well my, my baseline for all these is the uh, like the um, the Hallmark movies yeah they all seem like they have the same plot yeah yeah we watched them we watched them growing up and then my wife watched them before we started having kids and <laughs> back when she had disposable time right right <laughs> so yeah, don't think we'll see an actual faith-based erotic thriller, but um, <laughs> if we did, I think it could look like this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not really any sex in this movie. No, but a lot of like a lot of steamy sexual tension. Uh, sexual tension in the lab after hours, mm-hmm. like when they when they restart the project, and it's. Lacey Striver and Jericho Jackson. Yes. A lot of like reaching for the same beaker at the same time and <laughs> hands touching. Dr. Jericho Jackson just watching Lacey hold a beaker. 
I think my favorite visual of this whole movie is him with a bunch of like uh sensors attached to his pants. <laughs> And you know what it looks like? It looks like when they show like Andy Circus in the AI suit. Yes, yes. With the motion cap. But they're on the outside of his pants. <laughs> I want to see Miriam Watercrest like try to attach the sensors to his pants. <laughs> and she's like terrified. <laughs> but also kind of not terrified. Right, right. <laughs> oh man. So there you go. Pardon by, by grace. grace. Based <laughs> on a misunderstanding from the previous episode. <laughs> Perfect. Government officials conspire with shady porn industry operatives to sabotage a faith-based pharmaceutical company that has created a pill that allows men to only have erections for their wives. <laughs>